We have to be able to compromise, listen to one another. But that is a, one of the issues. A lot of times people don't want to compromise. It's either my way or the highway. Right. And so when you come together and you're on a honeymoon and you're bringing this luggage in and you're, you know, you're together, you, you, you're willing to compromise at that time. But when we come and we get familiar with one another, we stop the respect, we stop the friendship, and that's when the mess starts to come in. We get too familiar. Yes. And that is something that should not happen mm-hmm. um, because then the respect level goes away. Finally, we we finally did it. We finally have, you know, uh, have done it. We finally made it over that broom. Mm. Yes, and feels so good. I got all my stuff, all my baggage that I've brought with me. And I see that you have your little. I do. You got a nice little bag over there. Nice little baggage over there. Yes. Yes. So let's let's. Let's look and see what's inside. Well, I'm not going to show you. I mean, I'm, I'm going to get mine out, but I don't want you to really see mm. what I have in my luggage. Okay. But you can just go ahead and pull yours out. I want to see what you got. Well, let's pray before we pull this luggage out. Can we do that? Yeah. yeah. This okay. Baggage. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, for this marriage, God. We're so excited, and you're the threefold cord that's not easily broken. And God, as we go through the discovery we expect for you to be the threefold cord in all of our marriages, oh God, as we discover how good you are and the things that we have within us. We give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Wow. Here we go. Let's see, uh, I got a. Oh, yeah, here's all my stuff. I got some stuff in here. Yeah, okay. Marriage Reloaded starts now. We want to welcome you to the Marriage Reloaded podcast, and we're so excited today because we're going to be talking about the discovery stage, the discovery stage, because in that discovery stage, you know, a lot happens. People, you know, see, in our book, we have our book here today. We want to talk to you about in our book, Marriage Reloaded, right here, Mm -hmm. we talk about three stages in marriage. We talk about the honeymoon Mm -hmm. we talk about the discovery and then we talk about marriage reloaded Mm -hmm. so today we want to talk about the discovery stage yes what happens in the discovery stage of marriage as you know we had our we have we had our we have our luggage here and we talk about how people bring stuff in the luggage Mm -hmm. And you don't know what that person has in their luggage, and they don't know what you have in your luggage. Mm-hmm. But as you begin to un- get bring stuff out, as we have brought out some of the baggage that people have in, in their marriages, they bring it to the match. Some things now, 
you discover right away. Mm-hmm. But then there are other things that you find out later on. Yes. And so we want to we want to dive into this stuff today. Mm, absolutely. You want to you want to uh, you want to jump on it a little bit. You want yeah, me to just Yeah, yeah. So um as we get married, we you know, we go on the honeymoon and you know, we come back and we start going through life and then we start discovering things about each other. And that's what we did. We we discovered different things that uh, that were positive and that were negative. And a lot of times when you get married, of course, you don't see those things. When you get married, all the little negative things, all the little things that we bring, and we call that the baggage. And so we wanna just share a little bit about some of the baggage. Not that we had all of these things, but married couples go through. Right, right, And a lot exactly. of times when you're in love and you're, you know, your mind is slighted and all you see is the good, but because we are human, and we have a human experience here on the earth, there are things that have gone on in our lives, even from childhood until adulthood. And those things actually affect us more mm-hmm. than we actually know. Yeah. And so the mind is so powerful. Either we compartmentalize them and suppress our emotions, mm-hmm. or we hide and we don't know. Mm-hmm. The mind has a way of protecting us. And so however we deal with them, mm-hmm. they begin to come up it all manifests when you become married. Mm-hmm. You know, you see little glimpses when you're around people and family members, but when you get married, the person that's closest to you will begin to see things that you have with inside of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't know all the time. We don't know. There are some things that we discovered along, the, along way. the way that we didn't even know about us. See, there's some things about you and some things about me that I don't, I didn't even know. Some sure. things I didn't know. Some things that she didn't know about yeah. herself until they begin to come out. Yes. Things begin to come out. It's, it's, different triggers will happen. And then you're like, man, mm-hmm. I didn't know that was in me. I didn't know. And you may not find out till years later. Yes. And as, after you're married that, man, th- when I was young, this affected me. Yes. In my childhood. Mm-hmm. And that's now I begin to understand why I act the way I act. Yes. And these emotions that we have are real. People say, oh, we're Christian. We don't go by emotions, but Jesus wept, you know, emotions are real. And these things happened, you know, they happen, they're inside of us. And as a result, different things happen to us and we react a certain way. And these emotions are touched and we don't know sometimes why am I acting this way? Right. Why does certain music affect me? Why does uh, what a person say hit me to the core of my being, yeah, you know? Yeah, Why yeah. does this make me feel like I, I can't do something or I'm not strong enough or or this is affecting me where I don't want to face certain things? Mm-hmm. So then we discover why these things affect us because of as, as, as a result of things that happen to us and the mind remembers these things. Yeah, because you're not focused on those things in the honeymoon stage. No. In the dating stage, before you get married, and the engagement stage, you're just mm-hmm. thinking about, oh, we're, there's, we just love each other, mm-hmm. and we're going to be together, yes. and we're going to do things together, yeah. and you're gonna, we're going to build a family, we're going to mm-hmm. work, and we're going to grow, and yeah. you're just thinking about all the, the oh, good that's going to be there in that marriage. And you should. And you should do that. But uh, what happens is uh, we need to it's good to get counseling before you get married so that you can know what to kind of what to expect. You're not going to know everything, but counseling is definitely good. Some people just, they don't get counseling. They just, they just get married. Yeah. Pre-marital counseling is excellent. (laughs) You know? Yeah. You always get pre-marital counseling. Mm -hmm. And also your spouse, God uses your spouse to change you. 
to help you to mm-hmm, grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are things that are in me that I've helped my husband with. There's things that are, that is within him that has helped me. Mm-hmm. And um, because of the things that I needed, he had for you know yeah. he had and I had vice versa. Mm-hmm. So these are the, as a result of the things coming up, we discover that we need each other and we help each other to grow. Yeah. yeah. So here some of the things that we have on our baggage that we had in our bags that we talked about. And all these things that she said were not things that we had in our bags, but we wanted to cover a plethora of things yeah. that we could you know, talk about that other married couples might be having in their luggage. So yes. on mine, one, one thing it says here, she wrote down is lies or dishonesty. Yeah. You know, I like to call it dishonesty. Uh, a lot of times people have dishonesty and, and, and they bring that into the relationship mm-hmm. for a reason. I can say, I can, I can be transparent and say that when I was young, I, I dealt with a lot of things of being under a lot of pressure. Yeah. And so I learned how to be dishonest yeah. because I didn't want to deal with yeah. the issue or the pressure. So instead of dealing with it, uh-huh. when I was young, I would be dishonest about something. Sure, yeah. And that's just, I'm not making excuses Most for that. Most kids do that. Though. And so uh, I did that a lot. And so when I got married, mm-hmm. and when I, anytime there was pressure or when some, anytime I didn't want to face something, then dishonesty mm-hmm. would come up. And I would use that as a way to protect myself right. as I thought I was doing yeah. from dealing with the situation. If yeah. I just tell a, a, a lie or you want to say it or be dishonest, dishonest. about something, mm-hmm. then what will happen is I can, it, it's, it's going to go away. Yeah. But that didn't happen. It doesn't happen. Sooner or later, that dishonesty, it, it, it got, the light came on it. And then it was yes. worse because now, you know, whatever that thing that was that I was trying to hide, it's exposed, but now on not only that, the dishonesty yeah. was exposed also. Right. And that became something that was a part of the character in me. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you want to. So, yeah, you know, those things happen as a result of childhood. And then we grow up and then it goes into adulthood. And sometimes we don't uh, think the reason why people might be dishonest or something is really a lot of times it's, a, it's hiding. It's afraid or it's a, a coping mechanism that you use as a child. So uh, it's it's um, some things that happen. It doesn't mean that it's right, but it does happen. And it affects the marriage. It does. I mean, because it once once dishonesty is there, then it, it, it breeds uh, mistrust. But the other thing is, you know, when... Uh, See, he had the dishonesty thing, but I already had mistrust going on. So when you come into a marriage and you have someone that is dishonest and then somebody that's always mistrusting or suspicious as a result of things that have happened to me in my childhood, it's like we're... It's like a matching dynamite. Right, you know, because now I'm looking at him sideways and he's looking at me, you know, uh, saying, you know, I'm sorry, you know, and I'm already in this mode, so now we brought this into the marriage, so we got some baggage Mm -hmm. going on. I'll let you pull the next one. Okay, so the next one here, and notice we have hearts. At first, I didn't want to use hearts, but guess what? These are the things that are in us, and we come to marriage, we're we're in our hearts, we're in love, Mm -hmm. but guess what? Behind the heart can be low self-esteem. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth mouth speaks. So there are things that are in your heart that have been there for a long time. Yes. So mine says low Mm self-esteem. And low self-esteem comes as a result of different things that has happened to us. And it could have been even just growing up not feeling good about yourself Mm -hmm. and, and people putting you down and you actually received it. And, you know, just different things that have happened. You might not feel, you know, that you're pretty enough or you you, you have enough, uh, you know, friends or whatever. Whatever affects your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. 
it happens. I don't and sometimes deep in each of them, we need. To I do want to talk about that self esteem just for a second, though, because I don't, you know, I want to go too deep because of time. Right. But self low self esteem also breeds where you can be jealous of other people. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, and that's a big thing yeah. in relationships. Yeah. That low self esteem is because you feel a certain way about yourself, and you're yes. looking at other people. Yes. And then you begin to be jealous of other people. Mm. You begin to be jealous of other people's marriage. Yes. You can be jealous of another person's spouse. Yes. All these kind of things it breeds jealousy really badly and envy True. because yeah. I wish I had that. I yes. wish I had what they have. You don't even know what they have. Yeah. But because of your low self-esteem and your low self-image of yourself, yes. it begins to make you look at other people differently. Mm -hmm. and, and and so instead of just and comparing yourself yeah. to other marriages or comparing yourself to other people when you really is something that's going on inside of you. Yes. And like Pastor Stroud was sharing with us uh, last week on Sunday, he said, you don't ever know what's going on in someone else's house. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, he knew of a couple that was, uh, you know, their marriage looked perfect. They had the beautiful house and all of that. But inside, there was a lot of dysfunction going on. Right. And so you can't judge from the outside yeah. looking in. You know, as the old saying says, you know, clean your own garden. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sweep off your Sweep own off porch. Sweep your own porch. You mm -hmm. know, attend to your own grass. And, you know, use uh, get with someone that can help you grow to what you see and the other marriage that you might glean from. Yeah. Because your marriage is not going to look like anyone else. That's right. That's right. And like you said, that jealousy Mm -hmm. is a monster yeah it, it really is. is i mean it's a big big issue in marriages and in, re in relationships and in individuals too mm -hmm. because of that low self-esteem and, and other reasons and you also know? as you stated you know as you were talking about it what what came to my mind is when people have low self-esteem they project on you mm -hmm. they try to make you feel like them they're right. always trying to pick other people apart gossiping and right. all right. kind of stuff to make themselves feel better mm -hmm. so that in a marriage it can affect the marriage it you can. know because if the, if the wife or the husband feels like the other person has has esteem, they're always picking at things on them. Right. Always right. trying to pick them apart and make them feel like they feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and then uh, here's one I wrote down: manipulation. Oh my goodness. Manipulation is big. I mean, oh, you can yeah. bring that in baggage into your marriage. Oh yeah. And you you you're so bent on doing things your way yeah. that you will do anything. Yeah. To make your spouse do it do what you want to do. Oh yeah. Anything, even manipulative things. Well, if you don't, if you do, if you don't do this, I'm not going to give you sex. Yeah. You understand what I'm one. saying? Yeah. Serious things. Or if you don't do this, I'm not going to pay you pay for this, or we're not going to do that. Yeah. And manipulation is a big problem yes. in marriages because people want their way yes. so badly yes. that yes. they'll do anything yes. to make that other person do what they want to do. I know as women, we do. I'm not cooking dinner. He ain't getting no sex. I'm not doing nothing. I'm I'm shutting everything down right I asked him to do XYZ for me and he would not do it yeah he's selfish yep. so I'm gonna do this as a result yes I'm moving in the other room mm -hmm. I'm not gonna stay in the room with him I don't want him touching me right you know those are the things and men I'm not giving her anything I'm not helping her on the bills I'm not doing that men can do stuff like that you know we can all act like children mm -hmm. but we have to understand that marriage is a partnership and what the hardest thing is, dying to self and want our own way. That mm -hmm. is the number one thing when we do counseling and even within our own marriage, we have to learn to die to ourselves. Everybody ooh. wanna be right. Ooh. You hear me, I hear you, but then it's, you didn't hear what I said. You're not doing what I need to do. 
That is the number control. Control. That's another one on one of our oh things. Oh my goodness. We got to put it up. Yeah. <laughs> Controlling. Uh, people are controlling in marriage. We're trying to control. That's where it, it goes into manipulation too, because yes. you manipulate to control yeah. what the other person does. Yeah. You want them to do it your way. You yeah. feel like my way is the right way, mm-hmm. or we need to do it this way, or whatever, or how I think. You yes. need to think like I think. That's it. And and it's like that that person may not think like you think all yeah. the time. And they don't always need to think. That's why the Bible says two are better than one. Yes, and we it's, have to compromise. And we have to, uh, you know, we have to be able to compromise. Listen to one another. But that is a, one of the issues. A lot of times people don't want to compromise. It's either my way or the highway. Right. And so when you come together and you're on a honeymoon and you're bringing this luggage in and you're, you know, you're together, you, you, you're willing to compromise at that time. But when we come and we get familiar with one another, mm-hmm. We stop the respect. We stop the friendship. And that's when the mess starts to come in. We get too familiar. Yes. And that is something that should not happen mm-hmm. um, because then the respect level goes away. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, we just have some of the other ones we have here. We have lust. And what do you have, have over non-confrontational. there? Non-confrontational. Non-confrontational. That, that, that. Listen, these are, these are big things in, in the, uh, you know, mm. I think we're going to have to do more than one of <laughs> these series. To. We'll maybe do a series on it because um, the non-confrontational thing, I don't know if you want to address it or you want me, but I'll start off saying that one of the things as women, we want to be protected. We mm-hmm. want to feel that our spouse has our back. Mm-hmm. And so I think we've talked about some of this in a previous um, Marriage Reloaded, um, but getting to the beautiful marriage we have to learn how to work with each other. Mm -hmm. So there was times where um, things would come up and I would want my husband to confront a situation and he would not. And it's just not with you, but other other men do this. I hear this on a regular. And there was, then he began to be confrontational as we began to talk about it. But we had to uh, discover that I, you know, how it made me feel when he didn't, because it felt like he wasn't protecting me. And that was not his intent, but the reason for non-confrontational uh, situations that come up, it started from young. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's some of the things that we don't understand. When you're young and you had to go through situations and your mouth was silenced right, right. as a child mm-hmm. and everybody made you feel, or most people made you feel like you didn't have a voice that it is very difficult to be confrontational Mm -hmm. alone for yourself and then even for another person because who was there to help you or to hear you or to protect you Mm -hmm. for you to be able to have that voice. And so that is something that we discovered Discovered. over time. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that my husband did not want to be confrontational. We had to sit down and talk about what's really going on. And then when he became confrontational, my God, I was like, okay, we need to pull the reins back. Mm -hmm. But it feels good to be able to voice your 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 opinions. Stand up for yourself. Yeah, stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, yeah. I I talked to a lot of men and I myself dealt with that being confrontational. I talked to men. And this is the thing. A lot of times, like you said, when a man's voice is silent or when a young child's voice is silenced when he's young and when they deal with drama, when you deal with a lot of drama, I dealt with a lot of drama growing up. So when I became an adult man. I do not like drama. I don't even. <laughs> I don't like to deal with. I don't want to leave. 
I just keep it away from me. It's yes. like makes my skin itch and crawl, <laughs> you know. So anything that had to deal with drama, I was just yes. like, nope, nope, nope. But so, but then there are times when you have to deal with situations. Yeah. You don't have to deal with it dramatically, right. but you have to be confrontational. And so I had to pray and I had to begin to ask God, Lord, give me the strength mm -hmm. to be confrontational when I need to be. I don't have yeah. to be every time, but there are some times when I need to be to protect my family, to protect yeah. my wife, to protect myself. Yes. Because there were people will walk all over you yes. if you're not, if you don't stand up for yourself and become confrontational. There are some situations that have happened out there in your life and because you have allowed people to run over you, mm -hmm. take, they take advantage of you. Yeah. And so there has to be a time where you have to say, where I had to say, okay, yeah. this is it. And then I became over-confrontational. <laughs> I became kind of rude and whatever. And it was like, okay, you got to pull it back a little bit. Now you're just a monster now. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? So, but it's good to be able to do that, to become, yes. uh, you know, as speaking up for yourself and, and be able to stand up for yourself and for your family. Yeah. And uh, it was like, ain't nobody going to tell me nothing. <laughs> and, and so we may have to said, uh, do a whole nother show just we based on this. To, yeah. But I just want to uh, even talk about some of the, uh, not talk about, but share some of the other ones. And then we have to go on. Uh, dishonesty. And you have over there. Dramatic. And uh, uh, combative. Yeah. And lack of values or aff and affirmation. Non-trusting. Anger, controlling. We have that already. We talked about that already. And nitpicking. Mm-hmm. Fault finding. Mm-hmm. Uh, controlling. And, and that one we talked we about. We already talked about controlling and manipulation. Yeah. Yes. So these are just some of the areas in, in, in that the baggage that we bring into the marriage. Mm -hmm. And some of them. We know you may not have all of these, but right. many of the areas where you we've brought these things into the marriage. And yes. and then now we, we have issues here, you right. know. And so uh we, we wanted to talk about some of the solutions. Uh three I I wrote down three important solutions that I believe will help. And so here, number one is you and your spouse have to come to a place of agreement. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and this is the scripture that I had. I, I had a scripture with this. Amos 3.3 says this. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Mm -hmm. In a household, in a marriage household, even if you have all this stuff, you cannot walk together if you're not in agreement. Yes. You have to be in agreement. And, and, and in Matthew 18, 19 and 20 says, again, this is Jesus. He said this. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, mm -hmm. it will be done for you by my Father yes. in heaven. Yeah. So when we're dealing with these, this baggage, the Bible says if we come together in agreement, agreement concerning yeah. anything, it says that he will do anything you ask. Anything you ask will be done for my father in heaven. Yeah. God says, I'll step in yeah. to your situation if you just can come into an agreement. Yeah. And I want to say something about that because pride is the strength of sin. Mm -hmm. and, in, in, mm. and in order to come in agreement, you got to let the pride go. Mm -hmm man or woman and i will say this men deal with a lot of that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and when and women deal with a lot of manipulation right so when we're coming into agreement and we 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 have to sit down and talk and be real and it does hurt you know the mm. truth really does hurt yes but it's necessary for change, mm, change. And in order 
for us to get to the beautiful marriage, mm -hmm. we must deal with the truth. Yes. Amid the pain of it, it's just like anything, working out in order to see the results, you gotta, and that's what we're doing in our marriage. We're actually doing a workout. Mm -hmm. We're working these things out so that we can have a healthy, beautiful marriage, but we must admit what we're doing so that we can deal with the issues mm -hmm. and then we can get resolution, conflict, resolution. Yes. So there is going to be a little conflict, but it doesn't have to be dramatic, you know, dramatic context, dramatized, mm -hmm. but it can be where if you're, if it's too painful at that moment, you got to take a break, mm -hmm. put it out there and come back and deal with it. Mm -hmm. But you got to deal with it. Whether you have to separate and talk on the phone or come back in person, go to dinner, or just, you know, but you have to work it out. Yeah. And that's what I find with most couples. They can't hear each other. The offense is so painful mm -hmm. when it's brought up that you can't hear the other person. Mm -hmm. So we must be able to walk together and agree. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, number two says, decide what compromises you both are willing to make. Yes. I know we hate the word compromise, but in marriage, it is very necessary. necessary. That's what yeah. you just talked about. Yeah. It is not a one-sided decision. Right. Compromise is not one-sided. No. Some one person just doing it. Yeah. Both of you have to come to a compromise. If you're just mm -hmm. compromising on one side, that's not good. No. Both of you have to come to a compromise. And number yeah. three says, create a plan of action. Yeah. Write down what you plan to do. Mm -hmm. The what, when, and where. Yes. You know, once a month we're going to discuss how we're feeling about the changes. Mm -hmm. uh, pray together weekly. A date night once a week. Uh, and then I put down this DSTS. D-S-T-S-S. Don't sweat the small stuff. Okay. And if you find that you're unable to get to a, get past certain issues, seek professional counseling. Yes. It is also important not to become isolated in your marriage. Yeah. Marriage is a community institution. Mm -hmm. for, a healthy, for a healthy marriage, find a healthy marriage group to join. Mm -hmm. You both will be able to grow from others' perspectives and wisdom. And we're not and we're not talking about getting into the wrong type of groups, if yeah. you know what I mean. Because some people are like, well, he said we need to get in a group, a marriage group where they're talking about marriage yes. stuff, not other stuff. Right. And so these are some of the things that you can do yeah. to be able to create a beautiful marriage and begin to in the discovery stage, because in the discovery stage, mm -hmm. it's critical. That's where marriages oh, yes. break up yes. in the discovery stage. They don't mm -hmm. even make it to the third stage, mm -hmm. but in the discovery stage is where the marriage goes through the most turmoil. Oh yeah. And so we just wanted to give you some things that you could use some yeah. tools that you can use to be able to begin to create a beautiful marriage. Yeah. So as you discover one another, you know, we were just saying this just to recap everything. You know, you have to make a decision whether you're going to work through it or whether you're just going to die in the marriage or whether you're just going to, um, you know, just let God be the threefold cord and thrive in your marriage. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's a decision. Yes. But it takes two people mm. to say, I'm going to come into agreement and that we're not going to divorce. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be unhealthy. 
and we're going to make this thing work mm -hmm. and we're going to deal with those things one thing at a time. And a lot of times as women, we want to do it all at one time. You need to change this, 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 that, and this and this and that. No, we must work on one thing at a time because yes. it's overwhelming mm -hmm. and, and, and we have to be patient. And that's something that Patience. is work. You must be patient with your spouse yes. in order to get the results. Mm. And it doesn't come easy. Or overnight. Or overnight. That's the right word. Mm -hmm. But we must be patient. We must be kind. Yes. Not easily provoked. That's the scripture. Yes. But it is work and working out. Mm -hmm. But we must come together in agreement. We must come together in agreement. And we, we have to agree first. Mm -hmm. Once we come up with that agreement, we have the agreement, and then we can begin, we can talk about how we can compromise, and then we can come up with a plan of action. Yes. Those are the three things that we had yes. shared with you today. Yes. And so we want to remind you that, of course, you can get our book and our workbook on our website. We, uh, I think we need to change it on the uh, change it in the system because it's the, I think the old web address is on there but the new web address is marriage marriagerl.com simply is marriagerl.com and so we had to change the uh, domain name but it's marriagerl.com and on there you can get our book which is marriage reloaded or our workbook which is marriage reloaded do the work and these are tools that we offer to help you to grow in your marriage so we want to thank you again for tuning in with us for the Marriage Reloaded podcast. We had such a wonderful time with you, and we hope that these these things that we're sharing with you are helping you to grow. We want you to uh, subscribe to the to the Kingdom Rock channel, yes. and and we want you to continue to just uh, log in for a plethora of different ministry that is going on on this yes. Kingdom Rock network. Yes. And so we want to thank you again, and we want to say we'll see you next time. We love you.